Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are. We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease. Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves. We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life. We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40. We are excited today to talk a little bit about just some of our feelings and thoughts on the holiday season. We live in the United States and here it is that time of year between Thanksgiving and Christmas when people just have a different vibe about them. This time of year has a different energy about it in the United States and elsewhere around the world for people who celebrate Christmas. And we are excited to talk a little bit just about what we think of this time of year, some cool and interesting traditions that we've experienced or that our families like to do. And yeah, So, Dominique, how do you feel about this holiday season? For some people, it can be super stressful and other people, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, it's funny because last night I was just having a conversation with my husband. I'm one of those people where like the day before Thanksgiving, I'm putting up my Christmas tree because I am just that excited for Christmas. And it's well, after Thanksgiving, I have not put up my tree. And last night I was like, talked to my husband. I said, you know what? I just, I'm not feeling it this year. And I got a little bit kind of down about it and a little worried because that's totally not me. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? This year has been a little bit of a challenging year for myself and with my family. We lost my grandmother um, in June, and and I think that is tying into it this year. And I think it's okay, too. And I know that we chatted on a previous episode about you know, just the Thanksgiving time coming up and how it's not really the happiest time for a lot of people. And so I kind of take that same um, concept into Christmas as well. And what I am using within my own life this year, just being okay with not being okay this Christmas. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. I think that sometimes this time of year can have like a forced fun about it um, where people really try to create a feeling, even if they're not really intentionally feeling it inside. Um, So I think it's wonderful to just take yourself where you're at this time of year and allow it to be okay. Like even there were years when we didn't even put up our Christmas tree because we weren't going to be traveling or we weren't going to have family around and we were just like, "Mm, we don't need to put a Christmas tree up. Yeah. Like why, why take all that effort and time if you're traveling, not really going to be home. Yeah, I can definitely understand that for sure. 
But I do agree with you that when you are in the mood for it, I don't know what it is about a Christmas tree, if it's the lighting or like the sparkliness, but it can add so much um, just happiness or something to a room. I, I, It's hard to describe because when you think about it outside of the tradition, like putting a tree in your house, like it sounds very strange. <laughs> it's, you ever, uh, you ever listen to Jim Gaffigan, yes. the comedian, he's got a, a bit that he talks about how it's like a drunk person's holiday. It's like, we're going to cut down this tree outside, put it inside. Like It's just, it's yeah. the best. <laughs> like in Christmas vacation when they have to yeah. like get the secondary tree when their first one is burned. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, we just need this tree and I've always grown up with fake trees because I'm allergic to pine mm. so I've I'm never sorry. had the wonderful <laughs> experience of a real tree but it seems so fun oh that's when I think of my you know childhood memories with Christmas Christmas was my absolute favorite holiday and it was because I didn't really care too much about the presents I mean yeah it was great but it was just like you had said there's this happiness this joyful um feeling that you get like throughout your body by smelling the pine and that for me i every single day would walk up to the tree and just take a huge inhale of it because i love the smell of a real tree and we always had real trees but the colors we never did a tree that was color coordinated it was like all the multicolored stuff thrown on there and Babe. it was Fantastic. Yeah, the same thing. Like gaudy, just like all the homemade ornaments. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we never had like a sophisticated tree that's like red and white. No. Did your friends, did you ever have friends that had that? And me too. And I was like, oh my God, that looks so I'm not gonna say it looks plain because it looks beautiful, but I was it's so funny because like like, what? Yeah, I feel like my mom was always like, I feel bad for those people that have that boring tree. And I thought, I think it's so classy. Like I, I when know, I was younger, yeah. I was very into like wanting everything to be classy. But now I really do oh. appreciate the gaudier, colorful trees. Oh. oh, yeah. And that was, I mean, and of course, when people weren't caring so much about the environment, the tinsel pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How horrible was that? But we absolutely put like all the tinsel on the tree as well with the colored lights the handmade angel that was made out of tinfoil that I did in like second grade or something (laughs) on top of the tree yeah it was it was just always this time of year where for me too the lights kind of lighting up the home when all the other lights are off just felt so cozy and since I grew up in Florida Christmas was always, of course, so hot. And I always dreamed of being in a cold environment. And it just gave me more of that feel. I was going to ask about that because I think about people who live in the Southern Hemisphere and how Christmas for them is naturally in the summer. And that must feel like the norm for them. And for us, Christmas is such a cozy time. But I forget there's hot parts of the United States (laughs) during this time of year that still don't experience that like cozy winter feeling this is the time of year when I love winter and then right after Christmas I'm ready for it to be finished yeah now that I live in a cold climate here in Maine I'm the same like now I I understand it but I still really enjoy winter and cold weather but in Florida oh yeah you drive around and you're looking at 
palm trees decorated with Christmas lights and all of the green shrubs and, you know, very little color in Florida because we just don't have that much going on for flowers. But it was always, um, yeah, it was it was interesting kind of seeing that type of decoration and then coming up north and really getting the full effect, yeah. the full feel of Christmas. Well, and you with... live in New England, mm. which I think is yes. the most picturesque <sighs> idea when people imagine a beautiful Christmas. It's that New England vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it now. I'm just like, wow, okay, this is why people like rave about the the holidays in uh in New England, especially of course, just because of the the whole vibe that you get. And I'm glad that I've been able to experience both extremes though. <laughs> and what are your thoughts on New Year's Eve? Because I have strong opinions on this. Well, for New Gosh, now I don't even remember the last time I stayed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Midnight. Oh man, it's so bad. I think it was maybe like three years ago I made it to like midnight. I really, um, yeah, that bubble burst pretty early for me. I don't, I'm not too crazy about it. And I definitely am not crazy on the idea of like New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And goals I think we'll probably like do a whole podcast on that. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a night owl. So I stay up past midnight every night of my life. So that's not the problem for me. But even when I was, a kid maybe it started when I was a teenager I hated New Year's Eve like I hate it it originated because I hated the idea of another year of my life was finished oh gosh <laughs> yeah I was very dark about it and now I don't like it because I feel like it's the night of the year where people more than any other night are trying to force fun like they're oh. trying to force this like fun like we have to go crazy and wild and we have to like yeah. girls have to wear sparkly short dresses and do their makeup dramatically and like go out and like create a really forced night of quote-unquote fun mm -hmm. and so yeah lately I've been spending New Year's Eve alone lately which has been wonderful since we've returned to the U.S. like usually um my partner is spending New Year's with his family like in his hometown and I am still in, with my family in my hometown and my parents go out to dinner and I just like declined to go because I just like snuggle in nice. and do my own thing like last year I did a puzzle oh my god <laughs> you're speaking my language right now and probably everyone or a lot of people listening are like wow how old are these right. ladies <laughs> I'm like but, I'm kind of trying to yeah. do the like extreme opposite of force fun which is like the most boring mm -hmm. mundane night and not trying to make it something more than it is. Yeah, no, I get that. And that's probably why New Year's was never really that big of a deal for me because I was just like, Meh, no, I don't I don't have to do a party just to like count down <laughs> to right. the new year. And it just didn't I was never really a party person anyways, um, just kind of, you know, went along with the the rest of the group and called it quits when it was time for me. But um, I'm very much someone that would appreciate a night in as well. Doing a puzzle. Yes, please. Yeah. And we're just like anything, anything else, but 
trying to, yeah, like you said, yeah, celebrate just for celebration's sake. Right. Well, if you could have your dream, your dream holiday, your dream Christmas, what would that look like? Oh my gosh. Um, so it would definitely be traveling somehow. And maybe it would be like a riverboat cruise. Um, nothing that was really around like Christmassy kind of decor or, you know, going somewhere that was like that. It was just, it would be just really something traveling and go on a little bit bigger with it. And for me, it really comes down to probably a riverboat cruise where I can just see everything going by, but not have to do the work, you know, it's kind of relaxed, but it's not like a cruise where you're in the middle of the ocean. You can't see anything. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know why cruises just don't appeal to me, but a river cruise. Interesting. Because you're just. I've been on a lot of cruises, but real one, like ocean ones. Yeah. I went on one and I was just like, this is boring. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to do this, but I love the idea of, again, like just cruising by different countries and the lights in the cities and still, you know, having everything right there for you and just relaxed. Yeah. So I think spending the Christmas holiday abroad is super fun. It's really fun to see how other cultures celebrate and decorate and what it just experiencing that festive feeling plus being in a new country is almost like excitement, like double the excitement. Um, I spent Christmas in London with my sister in 2019, which was so fun. Wow. And then the best Christmas I ever spent was with my sister, my partner, and then another couple friend of ours in Bordeaux, France. And we rented this like, oh my gosh, old, I think it was like a 17th century stone cottage, in, <gasps> like outside of Bordeaux. And it had this huge fireplace. And my friend is um, a really caring, like loves to take care of everyone and like host. And so she had like surprised us Christmas morning with stockings for everyone, like filled with presents. And we oh my did a book exchange where we just all exchanged books and read the whole day by the fire. That's magical. It was magical as the word. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I no, I've had <laughs> like I created <laughs> that Christmas. We created like a, a Christmas card Christmas. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Holy cow. Our dream is to do it again. We're like, someday we have to do it again and stay in that cottage. Absolutely. And then I'm going to (laughs) go. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Like, wow. That sounds absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that's... That right there is certainly the way to go, like in my mind as well, when you think of like cozy sitting by the fire reading, but in another country where the vibe is just different, the the celebration just being a little different. My my mom's side is French, actually, and my dad's uh, Bulgarian. And so um, it's been fun 
you know, throughout my lifetime, just kind of hearing their stories of how they spent their holidays in um, the countries. And my dad, he was saying they make this bread and I forget the name of it, but they put a penny in the bread. And I think there's another, I don't know where else they do something similar to this, but in Spain, they make make this like cake and there's like a crown, like a little crown in it or something for some yeah, holiday like some other yeah i know and i'm like and the winner like the person who finds the penny yep. gets something yep. yeah yeah exactly that's what i'm like what do they get and i don't even remember it so seems like a good, choking hazard though <laughs> us americans yeah. always thinking of like the liability Damn. and everything Sure. But I was just, I mean, I remember my dad telling me that when I was younger, I was like, oh, this sounds like fun, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I can appreciate it now that I'm older and I'm like, what a cool tradition. Yeah. And the, just the, the tradition side of things is really quite awesome and how different they are in different countries and cultures. And I love everything about just the the differences, you know, it's like, Ooh, what is it that you do? You know? And I'm always curious about um, how other people do it. I couldn't agree more. And we hope that all of our listeners have a wonderful holiday season. If you celebrate anything special this time of year and we can't wait to talk about more exciting things in the coming year. Absolutely. And even if you aren't celebrating anything, we are celebrating all of you. And we thank you so very much for being with us on this exciting journey that we started with the podcast in 2022 and looking forward to what is to come in 2023. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family. We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform as it really helps. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens.